The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, I want to dial up Janet, Janet Riopelle, who is the president and CEO of the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce. We know that uh, the business community has struggled over the past nine months. My big question is what lies ahead for next year? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel or are we anticipating more change, more challenges, more frustration? Janet, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thanks so much. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so you've been in this role as uh, as president and CEO of the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce, I think for five or six years now, isn't that that's about right? Five or six years? Absolutely, six years. Six years. Can you comp- Can you even start or begin to compare 2020 to any of the years previous? No, you know, I can't, um, there, there sort of is no comparison to what we've been through because we, you know, got, I came in right at the beginning of, um, of our economic slide and, uh, you know, which has turned into, you know, one of the worst downturns in a generation. So my six years have been on that, on that downward uh, trend experiencing, but there's been no better time to really um, be an effective voice for business. And so I'm very thankful that we've been able to do that and step into this. I would say the early 80s was probably the last time that we saw this, mm-hmm. this completely devastated economic situation, but we sure didn't have uh, a pandemic to layer on top of that. <laughs> we sure did. And so when, when uh-huh. you look back, you know, this time last year, Janet, I mean, I don't even think we'd really heard much about uh, uh, this coronavirus. It was still weeks away from taking over our world. But when, when you were, you know, looking at wrapping up December, moving into 2020, what was the hope for the, the Chamber of Commerce? And what was what was the feeling in in the community with the members that you represent about the potential for 2020 yeah you know it's interesting because i think uh, the pandemic's only been around us for nine or ten months now but Mm. we uh, this time last year we had no idea about this we thought that 2020 could be the year we finally saw things turning around right that we'd Mm -hmm. see some lift some hope on the horizon and actually companies were buoyed by that we were seeing some optimism that really had been sorely lacking so so we were excited by it you know and instead uh you know come march we all started to um, face the realities of what we'd yeah. seen happening uh you know abroad and we were starting to have to take urgent immediate action to to do things that we'd never had to do before to shut down our whole world to stop operations in all respects because and i'm guessing that as you sh- as you yeah go ahead no and to fight a shadow that we didn't even know what it was about do you remember i mean we didn't know what this was about what COVID no. was we had no idea how it was going to spread um what was going to happen if it was short term or long term it's unbelievable the uncertainty and the insecurity around that yeah, without a doubt it constantly was changing right as we learned more and it's like okay well we were just told this now we're being told this what the hell's mm-hmm. going on it was just the goalposts uh, kept uh, kept moving on us it seemed and i know probably going into each year um you know businesses have plans they lay out plans for the future this is what we want to achieve this year this is what we want to uh to get to in 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 the next 12 months i'm sure that the chamber of commerce had the same sort 
sort of plans, but everything gets, you know, uh, thrown up uh, the other way. And so we we get into this. We get into this. Those restrictions in March and how long those lasted for. I mean, looking back on that time, Janet, was it as bad as it was initially thought to be i mean i you know we, we've heard some just awful numbers as far as businesses not coming back the number of people who have been laid off the number of businesses that have been lost um it, or, or are you partially amazed at, at at the fact that some folks made it made it through as well as they did well, you know, first of all, you know, I don't think any of us saw how long this would last. And it, and there is no real end on that right now, right? We, we know that we've got a vaccine. It's, it's here, but it's going to roll out over a, a, some months. And so it's, it's not an instant cure by any means. And then you're going to come back to an economy that has been damaged. And you also are coming back to a number of businesses, as, as you said, that are really hurting already. I think many, many of our businesses are going to find ways, even though they've had to make very difficult decisions right now, they're going to find ways to to hang on. I think they're going, they might be hanging on by a thread, but I think that they're going to figure out how to continue to hang on and and find and realize new opportunities because there are lots of opportunities i mean but just think about business owners think about what happened in in march and april and may and june businesses immediately looked and said okay our customers their behaviors have changed um you know there's there's no consuming habits like anything that we've ever known before there's this thing called online everything there's this thing called curbside delivery like what is that there's there's this move to everybody not even leaving their homes so businesses then sat down and looked at this business plan they developed as you said you know earlier that year the year before is usually when you develop your business planning talk to your banks your advisors everybody to get ready for that year they looked at all of that put it on a shelf and said okay now what do we need to do and we saw really amazing opportunities businesses stepped up and you know provided like desperately needed supplies right remember the ppes being provided by brewers and distillers um businesses were offering consulting services they were saying to businesses look we understand everything's up in the air let us help you they might have been financial or legal advisors but they were there to provide advice or mentorship and we saw lots of what I characterize as selfless acts of generosity. So mm-hmm. not only with businesses helping businesses, but with businesses helping other people and their and their communities. So we saw a lot of good things coming out that that you know may not have ha- happened before. We've seen we've Je- seen uh, enormous social and economic damage, but I think it's really yes. exposed our weaknesses and our strengths. Jenna, let's talk about coming out uh, on the other side. Hopefully in the next uh, few months, things will start to turn around. Um, Those businesses, our small businesses, we can uh, get more people back uh, into them. We can build them back up and, and support them. What is your plan looking into 2021 to to help your members, um, you know, find a little bit more stable ground, let's put it that way, as, as they move hopefully out of the pandemic into uh, trying to get back to something that's a little more normal? 
Well, you know, let's start with looking at what we've got. We've got so many unique advantages to build on, right, as we start to look forward. And one thing that we've heard over and over again, we've all heard this, we can't go back to the way things were. We can't. Our world has changed dramatically in this year. So if we're going to forge this new future together, right, we've got to work on, we've got a low cost of living. We have a vibrant city. We have a high quality of life. Um, World-class educational institutions, I mean, absolutely recognized as such. Amazing arts and culture in our city, right? And a really highly skilled workforce. And then we've got incredible expertise, you know, in, in, in energy and ag and in forestry and in, in food, like growing food to feed our world, developing our natural resources. You know, we, we do them so responsibly and so ethically. They can serve us and our world. And we have this great opportunity to be a hub for transportation and logistics and all things related to that. Then you take all of that, and with that, you bundle right in, I don't know, underneath it, over, above it, all around it. <laughs> bundle in our, our, our extraordinary expertise in artificial intelligence. Yep. And take all of that. What it's going to allow us to do as we emerge is going to pull all of that into maximizing our efficiency and our effectiveness. And, you know, what I think we're just starting to realize our full potential. And then... Take our entrepreneurs who have shown all this in, this flexibility and this resiliency throughout these, these absolutely awful months. And no matter what comes next, they find a way forward, right? So I yeah, think we have incredible challenges, but we've got amazing opportunities. Uh, you know, Janet, there's um, there's still some major issues in downtown Edmonton. One mm. the city's been trying to to uh, to deal with, to get a handle on, and it's impacting businesses in there, and certainly the people I think who live downtown as well. What are you What are you hoping for for downtown Edmonton? What What are you looking for from you know the city authorities to to get a handle on on uh, on the challenges that downtown Edmonton is facing? Yeah, downtown Edmonton is in trouble. And if you drive down Jasper Avenue right now, you can see it's very quiet. It has been fairly quiet all summer. We've got to get people back to work. We've got to get people back into the offices and put, you know, more people on the streets. But but we also, we're just going to have to band together to try and find some resolution to some of our problems. You know, I told you earlier, Jaylen, that we did some work with um, an extensive stakeholder consultation this summer. And what we discuss- what we discovered was that, you know, that we, as much as we've got to restore our social uh, or our, our economic activity, we've got to restore our social activity. Yep. And we've got to have both to, to create a more vibrant community because, you know, if, if we can get businesses succeeding communities can succeed and 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 vice versa so we we need to band together to start finding solutions to all kinds of issues including our homelessness issue including the problems that you know this pandemic has put these vulnerabilities of our society front and center i don't think me for sure and i don't think anybody fully recognize the vulnerabilities of society until this pandemic hit and we were faced with this and watching this so there's there's so much that we need to do to get more people back to restore that health and that vitality of our downtown community and we're working with partners across the board to try to find those solutions with government 
But you know what? We, we're also in, in desperate need of more tolerance and more understanding, I think, mm-hmm. as we enter this new year. I mean, our political discourse is, is, you know, causing us to sometimes talk past one another rather than talking to each other. Our social fabric isn't any better. I mean, those incidents at Southgate, I thought they were oh. really really distressing we've seen so much hatred and violence in, throughout this year so oh it's, so it's somehow, been real mm-hmm. yeah it's unbelievable and somehow we have to develop some more tolerance and some more understanding i believe as we move forward and you know maybe just start to figure out how we can just be kinder to one another and and help each other what does uh, the business community uh, what what does the business community need, and what is the Chamber of Commerce going to be watching uh, for from the municipal levels of government, the provincial levels of government, the federal levels of government moving into next year? Well, I think that we're going to uh, have to still rely on government supports uh, for some time in order to help, you know, these our businesses hang on longer. Um, they they need more help. We've got an unemployment rate that's already over 11% here, second highest, by the way, in Canadian major cities here in Edmonton. So we're really, we're, you know, we've got all kinds of things that we we need help with so we need we've got the government you know helping us with rents right now helping us with wage subsidies helping us with relaunch grants uh with all orders the federal government and provincial governments and the municipal governments are doing that they're they're trying to maintain sort of strong safety nets of supports they're listening to us when they're not working and they're adjusting and modifying as they go that's it's not quite like building the plane while you're flying it anymore now they clearly (laughs) understand most of it and they're figuring it out but we have uh I, i believe that the business community is going to be very reliant on these government supports for some time and and we will need them in order to sustain us until there's other things to pick us up so as, as we work on all these other areas, Jaylin, we will be able to, to you know, um, remove ourselves from those supports. And there is nothing, nothing a business person wants more than to be reliant on their own, on their yeah. own ability, not on government. Janet, always good to talk with you. I appreciate uh, your time. I appreciate uh, looking back and looking forward because I think a lot of us right now are really trying to spend a lot more time looking forward than looking back. It seems uh, a little bit more hopeful that way. So thank you for taking the time to join me this afternoon and all the best over the holidays. And if I'm not talking to you before the new year, happy 2021 as well. Oh, Merry Christmas, Jalen, to you and your listeners. I hope everyone gets some really well-deserved rest, relaxation, get some joy and laughter in your lives. We need it. We've earned it. Absolutely. Thank you, Janet Riopel, the president and CEO of the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce, uh, checking in this afternoon. 780-496-0063 is the number that you can get a hold of me at any time. A quick break here. We'll be back with more right after this.